And I've been living fast life, but I see it in slow. Oh no, and you see my lifestyle, I got G's in the tub. See many people there outside where they feed man's oboe. Oh no, I'm here standing defender like Joseph Yobo. But girl say she wanna flex and chill. So I chatty get if I want it. If you fall in love, Kelly Satin. You go to breakfast and knock at me. Can you see Dripula Mokachi? I'm not faking this, no fugazi. You see these feelings, I'm not catching. I'm on quest and feet, I just want it. I'll be messy. If I broke now my business, I'm a shy you know like all I care for the if you want to take a serious, I do to speak. No fit to resonate, I'm on a different frequency. I know that it's necessary. I'll be done with just somebody that could do like me. What's up, everyone? I Good afternoon, <clears throat> or rather, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. Well, <laughs> well, first of all, I'm very excited for um. Red Bull, you know, um, most especially um, Verstappen, you know, it has obviously it has been a very um, bad start to the season for him. So, um, you know, but it's good to finally see him finish, you know. And uh, on the other hand, um, the Mercedes fans they have a lot of questions to answer, you know. And uh, moving on, we'll have, um, I don't know, it's just been an unfortunate weekend for, um, uh, what do you call them, Ferrari, you know, especially in their home race, you know, a place where most of us thought that they already had it in the bag, you know. And then um, <laughs> another another individual that will be sleeping well tonight will be... Um, uh, what you call it, Zach Brown, you know, because Zach Brown, normally when you when you see Zach, Zach Brown normally on the paddock in an interview, he looks stressed, you know. That man looks like someone that is taking BP drugs, you know, but I'm sure Zach Brown is going to sleep well tonight, you know, because this podium came from um, nowhere, you know, obviously, which was um due to um, um Leclerc's error, you know. And then um, also, the, the Ferrari and the Red Bull, yeah, they seem to have some very strong pace, you know, because, um, I don't know, you like, you, you the Red Bull in particular, because you could see Max pulling out, you know, um, from um Perez and um Leclerc, but at the same time, when Leclerc had that um what do you call it, that um spin, you could see his quick recovery, you know. So um we'll be um discussing um 
some of um, the things I've um, spoken about and um, some uh, more. So um, first of all, I'd like to um, hear from you guys your general um, view of the race, and um, we'll go from there. So um, let's. Um, so guys, please. Okay, I'll just speak. But um, please, if you'd like to speak, please just raise your hand. So um, I'll start with um. Uh, okay, I can see. I can start with Adikola, then um, um, Shemilori, please. It's it's just a, a fantastic. I don't even know how to put it. Everything that could happen happened in this race. Like I've always loved the track. It's always been delivering. Like it's always Imola is great for racing despite having won on uh, one DRA zone. But it's it's still it's still one of the best track as far as I'm concerned. And I don't know. I don't know. I I've, I've, I feel for Leclerc and Ferrari today, to be honest, because he was he was really really out there to get Perez, but it was just so unfortunate. And the expression on Carlosin's face when he had that spin was just says it all. Like they, they felt really bad. And I don't know. I'm still trying to process the race. I, I don't even really know where to start from. I, I think somebody has to just go because the race is just it's just something. Um, else. I'm still okay, to okay. We can we can just start it off from um I was just, um. In the beginning of the race, you know, Lapuan, where um, Sainz and um, Ricardo had that um, incident, you know, I feel it was more of a situation whereby Ricardo thought he didn't have enough room, um, or rather he wasn't given enough room. You know, meanwhile, Sainz gave him enough room and then he still... Um, he still like had um unfortunately well it was because of there was a curb. He he got onto one of the curbs and then he had contact with um sign. So I think you know that that's just obviously with what happened um um last um time in um Australia, you know, and now is really going to um have a mental um, toll on science as an individual because uh, he, uh, currently now he has been relegated to the second driver uh, role in Ferrari, you know, even with um, this um, mistake um, made by Charles, you know, but currently he's currently the second driver, the way as the way things stand. So I don't know um, what you think about that. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. It's going to be really tough for Carlos to come back at uh, Leclerc because that's uh, two races now and without a point. So that's that's like uh, a whole lot. But I still feel there's still a long way to go because they have a reliable car at least. That one is, is something that is very evident, that is very obvious. So far, so good. I think uh, the reliability of the car Will still play much, much role in, in in later on as as the season progress. Uh, but there is also the fact that uh, Carlosin's already like changed to a new PU. So and Leclerc is still on like the old engine. So that's another disadvantage. But I still feel he could he could come back. As we have seen, a lot can just go wrong. Max was so down. 
like um, in the beginning and now look at where he is like it's a lot of a lot can still happen in this season so i wouldn't think ferrari will just predicate carlos Sainz back to like a supportive driver role at this point i don't i don't think so i think uh, the gap is there but he could still recover definitely Thank you, uh, Adikola. Uh, Shamila, please. Yeah, good evening, guys. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, yeah. So, what a very exciting race. I mean, Imola, right? What else um, is there to be said? Very interesting track. I mean, the action obviously was um, going down even from the very first lap, you know, down to the first corner. You know, obviously, there was that tap. Uh, I don't know what Ricardo was. Well, I was going to Ricardo's mind. I don't know. Maybe, like you said, he he thought he had less room than he actually did. But I mean, it was obviously something avoidable, and I mean that was very unfortunate for Carlos Sainz because I mean, even from the sprint yesterday, he already um had good momentum. He went from P10 to P4 in the sprint yesterday, you know. And you know, I, I felt I mean, if if not for that crash, you know, he could possibly have been on the podium today. But well, I mean, that was unfortunate. Then also, I mean, there was obviously Mick <laughs> Schumacher with the spin also that, I mean, he pretty much burst into Alonso. You know, I left a huge hole in, you know, in Alonso's side. You know, he had to, he had to um, go off for the race. You know, that was unfortunate also. I mean, then obviously, Leclerc himself didn't have the best of starts. I mean, he went from P2 to, I think, was it P4? Was it on the start? You know, he didn't get off the line. Um, pretty far, uh, well enough. I think let me start didn't have enough traction or something. But, I mean, it wasn't the best of starts for me. Also, similar to what we saw from Max himself yesterday, though that was down to a gear sync issue, I think. Yeah, I mean, also still on lap one. I mean, a lot happened on lap one. Um, Russell also, you know, had a very good start on on the first lap. You know, I think he went again like five places in the in the first lap alone, which was you know very very good to see. I mean, fine, I know the, the the Mercedes car still has a lot of issues, you know, that they still need to obviously address and stuff, but I think questions questions need to be, you know, asked why, you know, um Russell seems to be able to get around that P five, P six um position consistently and you know Hamilton seems to be struggling a little bit more than he is. So I mean that'll be interesting to see how that, you know, unfolds in later races. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, towards the end of the race, uh, I don't know what happened with Leclerc, but um, that was something very uncharacteristic of, of him. You know, he obviously made a huge error, but well, I, um, I know he was trying to get past, past Perez, but I think maybe he wasn't patient enough and that caused the error. But yeah, so I mean, dominant, dominant perform- performance from Red Bull. On on uh, Scuderia territory, you know, so yeah, reliability issues gone. I mean, we'll find out, I guess. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Shimiller. Thank you. Um, I'll say I'll, in, to add to what you said. Uh, credit to McLaren too, because I, I don't think anyone saw McLaren um, on the podium today. You know, very happy for. Um, Lando, you know. So, um, can we have um, MJ, then I'm smart, please. 
Okay, hello guys. Um, I'm just here to cry because, okay, lots happened this race, but I, I cannot seem to understand what in the Kekena Pep is going on with Mercedes because the issue McLaren had during like the first couple races, they have seemed to go around it for Lando to even um, have a podium. But I don't understand what is going on with Lewis. Like, it's frustrating because it's like, okay, is it that he must need a good car to perform while George is there doing everything in his power to get the most out of their Kekena pep that they're driving? Because I'm not understanding. And it's frustrating me as, like, a Mercedes fan. And then um, I'm so sad for um, signs. Like, I, I know that in his mind, like, he would want to be, like, you know, like a race winner or finish this season on top. So it's just like sad to see him like, you know, like small bits of things happening to him. Um, the race in itself was good. It was um, a lot of things happened here and there, but um, I just need to see how my fantasy league is going to, yeah, I said fantasy, my F1 fantasy is going to, how this is going to affect it. Um I'm just not happy with Mercedes. Like, how can Mercedes cannot pass Gasly? Like, it's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. And the fact that even Verstappen lapped him is just so embarrassing. So, um, I'm still trying to get over that. Um, but in all, the, the race was quite nice. And it was good, at least, to see different dynamics, um, or different people battling themselves, not the normal thing that we are used to. Yeah, thank you. And I'm just happy that McLaren was able to overcome their problem and like they have like a car that is potentially good enough to compete, you know, with the rest of them. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you very much, MJ. Um, please don't cry anymore. Just pray, believe that um, things will shape up, you know. Um, two weeks' time is Miami, so hopefully things will be looking good by then, you know. But yeah, um, let's have um, smarts, please. Um, good evening, everyone. Um, what I just have like some few points about the race. Um, looking back at it, um, Ferrari are very mistake prone. I don't know why, but when you look at like 2019 2018 campaign, when they had like the fastest car, but couldn't cope with the pressure. I don't know why it always happens to them. It happened with the Vettel. And now I think the pressure is getting to both Leclerc and uh, Saint. It wasn't a bad plan to go for the fastest lap on Ferrari's part. I just think Leclerc got too impatient and was trying to get at Perez instead of just focusing on getting the fastest lap and, you know, getting told and being done with the race. He was just a bit um, too reactive. And uh, I just think he needs to be calmer because it's a very long season. As you can see, before he was 40 points ahead. Now it's barely like 20-something points, or I think 20 points. So he just needs to be a bit calm. And I think that's where Verstappen has the um, the advantage over him because Verstappen is used to this pressure. Like, he, he handled it last year, so there's nothing, like, serious in it again. Then... Uh, I think Red Bull needs to really capitalize on, like, this strong showing. They have a very fast car. The car seems to be very, very good in the straight line. But um, 
it suffers when it's uh, like a corner, all those corner sections. And I think that's where the Ferrari has the advantage over them. So I think they just really need to capitalize on their pace because last year, in the beginning of the season, they were ahead. So when they made little mistakes, they could still, you know, they were still ahead. But now they are on the back foot, so they can't make any mistake. They just have to keep being on point. And I'm really happy Perez is doing much, much better now. Because last year, he was just on and off sometimes. Then um, Mercedes. Um, I think um, so, someone's complaining about Mercedes. I think people don't realize how difficult it is to come from one rule regulation to another rule regulation. Especially when you are dominating in the previous regulations, then come into a new rule set. You are giving less time to prepare. You are giving less resources. It is not, it is not easy. The same thing happened to Red Bull back when Vettel was dominating and he won four championships back to back to back to back. Everybody was shouting, ah, Red Bull is so boring. Ah, Red Bull is just dominating. New regulations came in. They say this dominated. So you can see it's very, very difficult and they are really, really struggling to catch up to, to the rest. But like being lapped today was just, it was like an insult. Like, <laughs> like uh, you can see why Ross, like why Ross is, I feel is, Outperforming Hamilton is because you know Rossi is coming from a slower car. He's not like Hamilton. He doesn't have the mentality of Hamilton. Hamilton is used to you know winning races. Rossi is just hustling to get <laughs> to get anything he can get. If he's third, he will collect. You know, he's not like Hamilton. He's just he's just putting his head down and getting on with it. And I, I think that's where Hamilton is suffering because Hamilton is just the guy is not moving the way he wants to. It's not fast the way he he's used to, and he's just annoyed as he's driving. You can see him and Toto are like clashing heads a bit. And Russell is just there, just focusing on like, oh boy, any chance where I see you, I go, I go take that chance, you understand? So that's just different between those two. Smart, please round up, please. Okay, okay, okay. And then uh, I think Alfotori are not doing very well. So now that I tried very well today, he has really improved. Then Alfotomero, Alfa Romero, sorry, they are really trying. Um, Bottas is doing very well. Then Haas, needs to keep trying so they can get a good sponsor and uh move on to the next person thank you very much smart um can we have um hero then um abdul please then junior all right hi guys i hope everyone is doing well um yeah the race was a was an eventful one for imola to be honest i don't know someone earlier said that imola was always a very good race i just feel like it's been good for crashes but not good for overtaking as you could see and um, with the new regulations coming in, which is allowing cars to follow a lot closer, um, it's not. I don't think the whole DRS thing that happened in the first half of the race, I don't think it really made for a very entertaining race. Yes, there were crashes at the beginning, as we would, would we are accustomed to, and Leclerc shit the bed as I'm not accustomed to. But um, the whole DRS thing at the first half of the race, it didn't make sense to me because there were obviously dry tra- and dry lines on the track. There was no rain. The rain was moving away, all of that. But that's that's F1 regulation as we all know it. Um, For the person that said that uh, Mercedes is the kicking up, I, I would quite agree, to be honest. But I think they got the worst of both worlds with regards to the fact that they dominated the V6 hybrid, hybrid era. And with regulations, that means they have the least amount of time in the wind tunnel. And also coinciding with the same year where the the spend cap, the money cap has been introduced. Mercedes is a big team. They usually throw a lot of money at their cars and now they can't. So they have had the worst of both worlds. 
this season, I don't think it's going to be it. I think they've already checked out of this season, to be honest. It's more of a, of just managing to the end, just creeping to the end of the season and seeing what what they can be able to get, what scraps can fall off the table, as George Russell has been doing wonderfully. Um, for the two young guns ahead, Leclerc and Verstappen, I believe Ferrari's car is a lot better. If you look at their straight line speed, it's just absolutely phenomenal. They can follow the grip they have around the corners. It's just absolutely phenomenal. I don't know what it was. I just feel like Imola is a shit track. I honestly, I, I just haven't liked it. It's, it's not good for overtaking. One DRS zone, all of that. It's not, it's not good for overtaking. But I feel if they can just remove 2017, 2018 from, from the back of their minds when they had a very good car with the same kind of benefits or should I say the same strong points as they have now. They can remove all of that, remove all of the mistakes. They have to, because Red Bull is not reliable. They're usually not reliable at the at the beginning of a new regulations to the cars. They're usually not. In 2014, I believe, they usually they, they had the same issues as well. So um they just need Ferrari just need to buckle down, just take it one step at a time. They just need to start Getting clean races. It's just all about clean races for them. And I feel like they'll do fine. They don't need to qualify. They need to qualify poor, maybe not so much. But I think they, they still have the car. They have the best car on the track. And I feel like they just need to calm down, hanker down, develop just bit by bit. And they're going to they're gonna go away with it. Verstappen, I don't think, he, it's just racecraft he has. He doesn't have the engine behind him. He doesn't have the car behind him. So it's all, to me, it's Leclerc's to win. And it is... Mercedes to try and catch up and to be honest just forget this year start looking into next year that, that's how I just feel it should go thanks thank you uh, hero. Um, let's have um, Abdul please uh, good evening everybody um, if you say a perfect weekend for a race for a race team I think Red Bull had a perfect weekend today um, Max Verstappen scored maximum points everywhere both in the sprints in the race and even the fastest lap. Red Bull had the one two, which was their first one two since twenty sixteen. So I think it's a it's it's an absolutely perfect weekend for Red Bull. And um yeah, I remember Christian Horner saying about two weeks ago that he would rather fix an unreliable car than his slow car and people laughed at him. I mean, but here we are right now. The car is now reliable. I mean we're still we're still going to look at it over the next few races, but it's reliable. Um, our brothers who we lapped earlier in the year, our former rivals. Oh, oh, oh. Calm down, now calm down, hero. Sorry, we lapped sorry. them and then we lapped them and then hopefully they'll fix their stuff next year. But I mean, they are reliable, but very, very slow. Um, big up to the whole Red Bull team. They brought in their upgrades for this for this track, and the upgrades worked very well. Um for the last speaker, he was saying something about Ferrari's straight line speed. I mean, it's documented that Red Bull has the best straight line speed of any car right now. Um, Ferrari have the better better car for now and in the corners. Yeah, they have the better car in the corners. But for straight line speed, I mean, Red Bull has it, and um, which is a big switch from what we had in previous Red Bull cars. But it's a good, good win for Red Bull. And uh, Max Verstappen really cut down the points to Charles. He's now between the standings. Charles, um, three away points on his own today, but um, which is good for us. But I think, um, I think we are starting to see cracks under pressure. I mean, for you to be contending for a world championship is real, real pressure. And then um, it just goes to show that what Max did last year against 
the greatest person that has ever driven a Formula One car, who is Lewis, was really, really gargantuan. I mean, really, really big. But um, yeah, it's a perfect weekend, as I said, and um, hopefully many more of this for Red Bull. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, um, and um, is oh, I know Imadi has been here. Okay, so um, Imadi, I'll come to you. So, um, Junior, then Yemi, please. And um, so uh, we have a question from um, Jollof and Fried, and then um, that's the handle. So, I would um say, Junior, since you're a Mercedes fan, you can answer this. So the question is, um, Jollof and Fry says, what exactly is wrong with Mercedes? I have watched YouTube videos, I have read articles, but I am so confused. Why is the car just bouncing instead of being fast? And uh, why is Hamilton driving worse than Russell? So um, <laughs> uh, uh, maybe you can answer that, um, Junior. Okay, okay. Back to Hamilton driving worse than Russell. I think it's the team's decision to get an... Hamilton feel about the car or something, putting more sensors on his car and all those stuff. But me, I don't care about Hamilton. Right now, I care about George Russell. And once again, he schooled Bachibotas once again today. Defended so well, like, he's better than Bottas. But Bolaji will not agree, so that's another day. Jun uh, Ju Junior, hold on. <laughs> Junior, hold on. Okay. Junior, hold on. I, your last um, statement is... I don't want to say is that is that the level you are stooping down to in terms of look um comparing your Mercedes um, driver to an Alfa Romero driver. No 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 I'm not I'm not comparing okay. by by 2020 when when Russell had the opportunity to be in that Lewis car for that I think the Sake Grand Prix or something he school by Chibotas there and people were saying oh blah 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 and today to even though he's in a worse car compared to Alfa Romeo this season. He still defended well from Bottas. So that one, on on, on their level, or for that kind of instance, I'll take Russell any day. And since he's my boy, we take our people just like that. Uh-huh. And now back to, back to Mercedes. I just don't know what's wrong with them. I just don't know. Clearly, they are saying they will bring a full car package for the Spanish Grand Prix. We'll be waiting. Definitely, that day will come. So we'll be waiting. And and Ferrari, so I just don't know. I just don't know what's wrong with them. You had this opportunity to get like at least a podium. Then you were being aggressive, going for one point, even though it's essential. You went for it, and your driver made an error or something. I, I agree with Nicholas Bates. Just wait for another lap to see how bad the car was. But clearly, they made a quick test up to change their punching or something. Clearly, been a reckless race. And Bottas really did a very good job. Yeah, I say Bottas. Sonoda, Yuki Sonoda did a very good job today, just overtaking the field back, forth, left, right, center, everywhere. He just give it to you once he's meets you on the race path. He just give it to you. Oh, but good race for Max Verstappen. Good race for Minister of Defense Sergio Perez. Good race for Red Bull this weekend. We live to see another day. Thank you. Thank you very much, Junior. Um, hear me, please. Uh, hear me. I think we can't hear you.
uh, Yemi. Can you guys hear me? Okay, yeah, we can now. Okay, sorry. Yeah. All right, yeah. Um, I just want to just respond to a couple of things I, I, I've been hearing. I mean, first of all, Barrow, I thought the race was very boring. To be honest, I thought it was a boring race. It was, I think it was, it kind of dawned on me that Imola isn't that, it's a nice track for a one lap, you know, shootout, but for overtaking, it doesn't seem to be very nice. Because even over, even under these rules, these new rules where, like, we've seen better overtaking all the tracks we've been to prior to this one. Imola is the first one where it was even very difficult, right? But regardless, I thought it was an okay race. Boring, even when it's Prince Weekend. They probably should have used Prince Weekend as well. Like, maybe I would have preferred to see it in Australia or I guess the next race, but it's what it is, right? Uh, I think I thought it was a good win for Max. I think it was, yeah, good good recovery after, um, you know, what, what we saw over the past couple of, of races. I think it certainly tells you that more this. This championship is still a long way to go, number one. Uh, and for anybody to be calling it quit at this point, at least if you have, you know, substantial points, I think things can swing very quickly, you know. So, you know, so, I mean, so good race. I, I'm sure Red Bull fans are happy. I'm happy for them too. I thought it was a good race for them. Ferrari kind of dropped the ball. Sainz, again, I mean, I think Sainz is a good driver. He's, he's quick. I think he's... He's been very unlucky this race and the last last race because you know had he had just ten milliseconds, has he just crossed the line? He would have been fastest, and that would have probably changed the whole weekend for him. Well, as you can see in F one, like one mistake can can lead to another. Can you just compound your situation? <laughs> you know, you make one mistake, then you have to start in the middle of the park, and then something happens, and then somebody crashes into you. So that kind of thing happened. So I would imagine that he's probably running. That's running through his mind. He just needs to calm it down. I think he's a good driver. I still think he can can fight for the championship. He just needs to now get some really good results and, you know, put in some more consistency. Certainly, uh, I don't see why Binotto would give him two years if they didn't think the guy was a solid driver and could also fight for the championship. So he just needs to chill. Uh, happy for Norris McLaren as well. I think uh, Norris did a fantastic job today. Ricardo was unlucky because I thought Ricardo was also on the pace this weekend, but he was unlucky with that Saints, um hit and that kind of just destroyed his race. Yeah, um, Russell, I thought Russell did a good job. Mercedes, um, I think had a very horrible weekend this 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 um this weekend. I think people saying, "Oh, is Lewis struggling?" Because I'm just like, guys, man, chill. I've seen Lewis drive bad cars, and he's taking those cars to places where they, they don't have to be or they don't deserve to be. Lewis is not is not necessarily a case of Lewis struggling with the car or Russell struggling with the car. It's more of the car is not just great, and that leads to variability of, of results. Today, this today, Russell was very lucky. Uh, I thought I was watching, the, I was following the lap times and, you know, every lap. And Lewis actually was probably the quicker Mercedes. He was just unlucky to be in a DRS train. You can't overtake in a DRS train. It's not possible. No matter how hard he tried, hard, you know, so and that he was just unlucky. That was just what it is. And then Mercedes didn't help his issue by now, you know, having a slow pit stop and then Ocon jumping him. And all, all those things just, just compounded the situation. So... Overall, it's a race to forget for him, but I don't, I don't see any other people are saying oh, Russell is a performer. I'm like, what were you people last week when Lewis had qualified Russell and was on track, was on um, on track to probably get a podium before the safety car, you know, happened and then Russell was lucky. Same thing happened in in Jeddah as well. Lewis was the faster Mercedes, was lapping faster and, or as fast as leaders until the safety car. So I think the details 
the devil is in the detail. It's easy for people to, you know, from afar to criticize and say, oh, yeah, Louis, because they want to, everybody, there's a lot of Louis haters out there, but, you know, I wouldn't raise the alarm. I think the guy is still proper quick. Uh, this is Nova. I think each race where he doesn't score substantial points, you know, means it's more difficult to, to, to fight for a championship. He's already come out and said this. there's no hope for a championship again. But that's Lewis. I've seen Lewis. Anytime Lewis is not in the mood, he just is very, very down. He can win the next race now and then everything will change. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go too fast to say the season is off for them, but they need to get on top of the car. I think the car has made progress. This week was just one of those week weekends where they just didn't have a chance to show the progress. I mean, I thought the car was quicker this weekend than even last weekend, right? But obviously, interchangeable conditions, everything just was messed up from qualifying. So they didn't get get a chance to to really, you know, show the progress in the car. Anyways, I'm still holding out hope till Spain. If it's after Spain, the car is um, substantially slow, we, we move on. But yeah, Ooh. I thought it was a boring race. Oh, yeah. Yummy. Um, just, just um, quickly, I know um, you, we, I mean, Mercedes fans, we tend to say, okay, the less hope, you know, while we keep on giving um, timelines, you know, and hoping that, okay, the car will get better. But when you look at McLaren, which is a customer, you know, there are improvements, you know. You also look at um, Aston Martin, that don't know their left from their right. There are improvements, P8 and P10, you know. So, it's 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 more like yeah. where does the problem lie? Yeah, yeah, but at the end of the day, you said there's the MPS, but there's improvement. George called P P four today. Okay, P five. It had Leclerc, you know, say P five. He's called. They said they are the third fastest car. That's what Mercedes keeps saying, right? And he showed it today. Do you get that look? Okay, and this is a judge that started miles behind um, Norris, by the way. Jiggs, so as they stay next to each other, so George was lucky, you know that Leclerc, um, Ricardo, um, since Ricardo crash kind of helped him, you know. But regardless, you know he showed that the car has the pace. The Mercedes had qualified well; they would easily have been probably on the podium. One of them would have been on the podium today, given the circumstances of um, Sainz and Leclerc. You know, yeah. So like I said, today was just a bad day at the office. I don't think we need to, you know, we need to. Give I think we're being too reactionary. You know, I've I've seen it all through the weekend. People just alarm this, 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 you know. And I don't I don't blame people, you know. I've certainly been watching F1 long enough to have you know lived through the better years, right? Lewis wasn't winning every race. <laughs> you get but what you know, so it's not it's, this is not uncommon. The car is not the fastest. They say it's the third fastest in race stream, and that's what he's no. delivering. That's what no. he's delivering. Yeah, me listen. Yeah, me listen, yeah, me listen. You're talking about Lewis not winning every race. We, we know that. But he's, he's set, he has set a standard for himself. And that standard, he has to live by it. It's like he's raised the bar so high that him being in that position today was really, really bad. That's the thing. It's not about the car, even though... Even it is though, about you know, the car. No, 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 no. You, about no. The car. Oh, let me talk okay. here. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. No, that thing is, that thing is, even though in this one it's like 90% or 85% about the car. Okay. This is the situation that, this is the situation we all know that the car is bad. But why, but why is his teammates in P4 and he's in P14? That thing doesn't correlate. Even though 
the car is bad. He's supposed to be as far with his teammates. Tell honestly. me, tell me what happened. Tell you, tell you watched the race. Tell me, yeah, why that I watched the race. race. Tell me why was that why that was the case. Was it that both of them started on the same position and they both they both um got to P um, P five P six by the end of lap three and then Lewis regressed. No. Was the okay. Are you guys into okay. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. You listen. No, no, let me ask you a question. Oh, 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 let, let, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Has then AlphaTauri reached in his better this season? Has or has have been has have been better team. Okay, season? fine. Okay, fine. Has 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 gets a better card this season. So why was Russell able to pass Kemag? By Barry wasn't able to pass Gasly. Wow, I can't believe you're asking that question. K-Mag didn't have K-Mag was all by himself. K-Mag was struggling with his tires. He didn't have DRS, right? He wasn't. No, he wasn't. He didn't have no, his full stream. No, Lewis no. was behind three guys in the same DRS zone. No, no. But George Russell no, overtake. No, no. George Russell. No, George Russell overtook K-Mag without without DRS. Without DRS, that's what I'm trying to mean. Without DRS, who clearly I don't know what Shawnee Hamilton this season. Even though the car is not good, but I think he's been a shell of himself this season. Then I, he has to do something about it, even though the car is not nah, good. I, I, I can't believe you guys are calling can I, someone that pitched on the podium in Bahrain. <laughs> someone that pitched on the podium in Bahrain. I qualified his teammate in Jeddah. I was going to, was on track to finish on the podium, and then because of all the bad reasons. No, no, no. Hold on, guys. I'm smart once to come in, please. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you, you're, you're, you're making up these excuses in F1. There's no such thing as um, um, something happened. That's why he came here. This, Russell is ahead of him in the driver's yeah, chapel. And in this year, he's doing better than him. There's, there's, in Formula 1, there's no excuses. There's nothing not like correct. this that thing happened correct. in the race. Everybody looks at results. That's how F1 is. No one wants to know how the result came about. As long as you are the better one off after the the race ends, you're the one doing better. So I that's just my own point. I, 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 I agree with you on that, right? But my point is, look yeah. at that, for example, last week, Max retired, Perez was on the podium, Perez was ahead of Max in the championship um, leader. Does that make Perez the better driver? Guys, wake up. No, Guys, see, no, no, see, no, 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 there isn't one situation to do that. No, but that's what he just said. That is the, is the result at the end of at the that day. Point, that matter. At that I'm point, like, look at the detail. Look at the detail. Did okay, you, hold I, on. I just every lap. Okay, hold look on. At the hold detail, on. Man. Okay, hold on. Let, let me ask you something now. Yeah, let's let's yeah. say at the end of this year now, Mark. Okay. Max has like ten DNFs. Perez wins the championship. Would you now come and say Verstappen uh, had a better year than Perez? No, you but Verstappen is a better driver. Because he's still a faster driver. Hold, hold, hold on now. That it was hold on now. circumstances. Do you hold get on now. Point? In 2016, yeah. in 2016, when um, yeah. Rosberg won the World Championship, uh-huh. and he had DNFs and stuff like that. At the end of the day, um, Rosberg is the World Champion. There's not. And he retired like after because NFT. he couldn't do it again. And the point you can feel, you can feel, you can have an opinion. That that driver is better than this driver, but with the current stats is what we used to judge. So I understand I what you're you. saying. I agree with you, but I'm telling yeah. you that I'm telling you unequivocally that all you people are saying because you just made it very interesting. You said Rosberg won. What did Lewis do after? He went on to become a seven world champion. And you guys, yo, yeah, me, yeah, me, yeah, me. From right yeah, now, me. look at it from the, <laughs> the whole point. There's, there's still 19 races to go. Eh? Calm down. 
Calm no, down, we are just judging from now. No, we cannot judge from the race. Are you guys already? We can't judge. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. You listen. You listen. Let me ask you this question. Yeah, me. Let me ask you this question. Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. Aha. Okay. So what's wrong with machines that they can't get their tires into temperature early? Like I just don't know. That's the car. That's that's the car design problem. And I'm not an engineer, but they they're gonna be on. You ask me questions like when I designed the car. Do you get? No, 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 no. Car has no, 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 no. No, no, no. This question is isn't directly to you. I'm just asking it. I'm just asking your opinion about it. Not like I want. I want to know what. I don't know. I don't. They they've clearly not gotten something. Right from that perspective, they even came out and said that, oh, yeah, we noticed that other cars can turn up their tires very quickly, as can. And that's something that we've not, it's not today, it's not this weekend that we saw it. We saw it last weekend, they had like two, three laps before they got in. We saw it, the problem was. I think, I think we're not being fair to Mercedes as well. Though. Like, if we look at it critically, when the, the team that won the Constructor Championship is coming from the previous year, they are giving less resources than every other. Yeah, team. yeah, less time in the winter. So it's, it's not really easy for them to be and um, match these other teams because they've had to use less resources than all of them. We've seen it happen to so many other teams. They are dominating yeah. one year. Once they change the regulations, they are giving less tools, and then you start suffering the next year. It took Red Bull six years before they could even match a car up to Mercedes car last year. So it's not really easy. Just the thing. So yeah. the this part that hoping for a quick fix. Don't for quick fix anytime soon. <laughs> oh, what, what, oh. What else? we are just waiting for Spanish Grand Prix. We are just waiting. I think them talk say Spanish Grand Prix. We are just waiting. Yeah, it's never about Spanish Grand Prix. What I was saying. No, no. Fans, right? Let's be no. patient. I for this one. I yeah, yeah. But oh, I know, I know. This car. I've already given car. up on this year. I've already given up on this year. But I'm just keeping my whole staff. I haven't. I'm just keeping my hopes out for that Spanish Grand Prix and the following. Like, I'm aside the Spanish Grand Prix, I'm giving them like two, three ways to see the improvement. Because right now, we build F1 is a sport that like you build it from you build your season from day one through to the last day. So, once once your, your opponents are going and once you bring that, the opponents are just going to sit there and look at you like, okay, we are good with what we have. They also go for an upgrade, so it's not like you pay out. You you alone are going are going for upgrades. It's it's everyone on the game. They all go for upgrades. I'm just hoping that they can get all the issues sorted out. Okay. Well, um, thank you, um, Junior. Uh, let's hear from um, Adebayo. I believe he wants to add something to that. Then um, I took after that, please. And um, yeah. Alright. So I think we just be brief. I think just the discussion about the Lewis versus um, George Russell, I think we are just being unfair about the true state of things because I think both drivers are running two different setups and you could clearly see that on Lewis' car, he has a lot of sensors attached to his car, right? Which George doesn't have, right? So um, I think you could see that, that that could be the possible reason, right? I think we are trying to just divert the whole discussion. We are saying what we are not meant to say. And I think what we should be concentrating on should be that I think George, at least from the first four races, you could see that probably 
he could also be good with his racecraft, right? Apart from his collie pace, right? Collie pace is two two, right? Between Lewis and George, even with the fact that Lewis always has like um sensors, sorry, attached to his car. I think it's in second race, in race two, right? And um, I, if I can remember so clearly, I think was it the last race debrief or something? Um, just said that the sensors could um enable um, could um, Lewis could lose like two tenths per lap because of the sensors he has compared to George, right? And if someone that naturally could lose two tenths per lap, right, was still much closer in the last race. This race was much. I think we're not just being fair. If you watch the race clearly, you could see that at some point Abiyom had to slow down to give Gasly DRS to make it to make it much difficult for Lewis to overtake Gasly. If you watch the race so much well, right? The, the, it was just way though it was unlucky for Lewis to have to not have passed at P14. But for me, I think um if Mercedes could rightly use the data they've collected with the sensors they've attached to Lewis car. I'm not expecting them to probably challenge for the championship, right? But I'm probably expecting them to at least be a lot miles ahead of the remaining pack, the remaining um cars, right? At least. Then we could probably I think probably Spanish Grand Prix with the update that they said they will probably be in a Spanish Grand Prix might be the realistic I think from Spanish Grand Prix upward might be the realistic time we can start monitoring the performance of Louis and George, but currently now Louis is Louis is currently not on the same setup as George, right? And George's current setup is the fastest, is the fast. Um, George currently has the faster setup among both drivers, right? And for someone like that, that we've also seen in the last two races, in the last four races, that he probably his racecraft could be good, right? And he's also using it to his advantage. But I, I, th- I don't think it's the point is that large yet. I, I don't think it's up to 25 points between both drivers. And for me, I still believe that if both drivers are on the same setup in, te- in f- three races max, all these deficits we are trying to analyze that Russo is ahead of Lewis with whatever, whatever point would, be ha- would, would get erased, right? I don't, I don't care about that, right? I think the most important one is uh, Max had a very good race. Red Bull had a very good race this weekend. They got they got the necessary point they needed. Um, I think um, um, Tifosi needs to, needs to enter the room of prayers and start praying for Carlos Sainz to get much um, to get much lucky with incidents as well. Then um, hopefully Charles Azel would be able to analyze his mistakes and um, probably. Um, probably also move on from that. And um, but again, it was a very good race for Red Bull. Red Bull will be rejoicing, and um, hopefully we'll get to see more better races than Imola. Yeah. Thank you very much, Adebayo. Thank you. Um, can we have um, a trick, please, Dan Hero? Hi everyone. Good evening. Um, so. I've been a bit occupied, and that's why I chose not to uh, to contribute because it's uh, it will cause a it will I'll be distracted. However, my attention, clearly since um, I'm a Mercedes fan, and like 
MJ said earlier on in this session, in this in this session, it's heartbreaking to see what's happening to our team. Um, however, I wanted to um, just mention something regarding what Yemi said earlier on. Uh, he says that um, you don't you rate a driver purely by the results. I'm not so sure I'll agree with that one. Um, there are several parameters that you'd rate a driver on. I mean, if you watch any... I didn't say that, though. I didn't no, say that. Sorry, it was yeah. these guys that... You know, uh, sorry. Uh, so it was, was um, smart, please. Smart. Uh, oh, it was I smart was that said it. Okay, Yemi. Yeah, Yemi, please. I apologize then. Yeah, so smart. I don't agree entirely that you rate a driver entirely by completely by the uh, by the race, by the re results. I mean, if it's that... If it's based on that, then would say... Um, would say... Uh, what's this guy's name? The... Uh, guy that Latifi replaced at Williams, um, the uh, test uh, driver at uh, the test driver at Alfa Romeo right now, Robert Kubica. Kubica. Thank you, Robert Kubica. Kubica. Robert Kubica. Now, at that point, you'd say Robert Kubica is a better driver than um, George Russell. I would nobody. I don't think anybody in this room will agree with that. That Robert Kubica is a better driver than George Russell. However, in the uh, in the um, twenty the 2018 season when they both raced together. Robert Kibisa scored the only point that William had that season. And therefore, by virtue of the points finishes, Robert Kibisa ended the season ahead of Russell. Now, the thing is, even when you watch, um, watch the broadcasts, you, you look at the data that is provided, the, um, analysis that, the data analysis that is provided by um, um, Amazon Web Services, the AWS data that is shown. You notice that a lot of uh, a, a lot of the time, the drivers that are rated higher in particular parameters are not necessarily the lead drivers or necessarily the driver that scores the highest points in the race. It's just, um, yeah, I mean, there's racecraft, but honestly, um, there's a lot of factors that go, that um, go into winning a race, including guys. Let's not forget this, including luck. Lock plays a, a, a huge role in a lot of the race outcomes. Let's even start with qualifying on Friday. Um, the timing of your or, or the, the timing of your um, of the uh, of your outing to um, had an it had an effect on where you stay where, where you ended up on the on on the on the track because the oh, sorry where you ended up on the grid because the track was drying up constantly so it was the person who was able to leave it the latest that would be able to get that now uh, naturally you with that in mind naturally you'd say okay let's leave it to the very last moment before we can go out and then a red flag comes in and or, or someone goes that makes has an off and then a yellow flag comes in and ruins your final qualifying lap there's a lot of things that go in into um a the final and the final end results of a qualifying or race session. So for me, I think it, it, it goes beyond the, the pure stats, the actual uh, figures at the end of the season. That's not, I, I don't agree that that's what uh, marks out which driver is better. I just wanted to contribute uh, that. Um, um, can, I, can I reply? Yeah. Yes, please. Um, I think um, uh, you've taken my argument um, just on like one race, if it happens on one race. Um, you can't really judge things after just one race. Uh, you need a, like some period of races to like now look at the facts, look at the consistency. 
that's why in Formula One, consistency is a very big thing. In the entire season, it's not the person that wins first, the most that wins the championship. It's the person that is consistently uh, maxing out his points. I don't know if everyone understands me. The person that is very good in consistency that wins the championship. Um, if you want to base it on just one, anything can happen in a race. Look at uh, when Gasly won his own race. That race was crazy. Anything can happen. You can't judge anything with that race. Look at Abu Dhabi that um, Lewis lost the championship. Anything can happen in one race. But after a period of time, after like four races, five races, you look at the results. This driver is ahead in the championship. He's obviously doing something right that the one that is behind him in the championship is not doing. Even though you want to look at it as luck or if you want to look at it as luck and other factors, then we can use luck and discredit a lot of drivers. We can use luck and credit a lot of drivers. But still, facts remains facts. The best driver in the in the past 10 years is Lewis Hamilton. He has won seven world championships. You can't argue and uh, he was lucky in this race and this guy was unlucky. Uh, Fernando Alonso didn't have the best car here. It still remains with facts. That's just how Formula 1 is based. And I will still stand by that. That's why after the end of the season, we look at the driver that is the most consistently scoring the most points and we give that person the championship. 2016, Rosberg didn't win as many um, races as Hamilton, but he still won the championship. So that's just what I want to say. Facts are very, very important. And after a period of time, the person doing very well in the standings is obviously doing something better than the rest. No matter how you want to look at it. Okay, look at Albon and Gasly in their time with Red Bull. Um, Gasly was driving for Red Bull. After six months or so, he did badly. They dropped him. Now, Gasly is one of the best drivers on the grid. But at that, at that time when they dropped him, you can't say um, it's just bad luck. After these six months, um, he's still a good driver. In fact, results speak for themselves. After a period of time, results will speak for you. Whether you whether you were lucky or you were not lucky, results will still speak for you. Right now, Saints is behind in the championship when he should not be behind. Does that mean he's a bad driver? No. But the results are showing that it's not going well in his favor. So he can't stand behind one invisible wall, say, ah, it's luck or the results still determine what's going on. So that's just what I want to say. Fast and results still matter. Thank you very much, uh, Matt. Thank you very much. Um, I, took, I don't know if you have anything to respond, but I'll come to you if you have to. But um, let's have um hero, please. Uh, okay, no, I, I do, but I, I'd rather not be dragged in attack. So uh, let's let's go on. Let's... Okay, I'm here. I'm here. I think I'll bring you back. I'll bring you back up. I'll bring him back up again. Um. Okay. Um. Do we have? Um. Imade, I don't know. Imade, I'm. I'm really sorry, but um. I've not seen your hand up, so I'm sorry. I've, I've probably missed you this well. Uh, yeah, I was basically just listening to... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I think I was basically just listening to opinions and all that. But 
Um, what I wanted to say, um, I just have little to contribute to. I don't personally agree with the idea of, um, oh, I think Lewis is slower because of he has more, probably multiple sensors on his car, that kind of a thing, blah, 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 blah. I Would I say I think it's a cheap excuse? We know what Lewis can do generally. We know his abilities. No one is doubting that, but that car is shit. Is is it this amount of sensors on his car that made him to be stuck behind Gasly or not? Be much more confident in the braking zone and stick his nose in the inside or the outside. Or, like it was very obvious he was really, really tentative with the car when he was approaching Gasly at certain points on the track. So saying, I've heard people say, so saying the amount of sensors or the amount of these or the Mercedes is clearly still trying to understand the car. So uh, so we can't actually even say, oh yeah, they are giving um, Russell a better setup to Lewis. Like how do we actually know Russell? The fact that Russell is um, faster or seems faster does not mean Russell has a better setup. It might just be Russell is much more determined to drive the car. And Lewis is like, me personally, if I was Lewis, um, one of the most successful, I'm practically like the most successful driver on the, in, the, in Formula One history. I've won everything all. I've won everything possible. Why do I have to stress myself so much like Russell, who has been being in a Williams struggling for the past how many years and is just coming into a top team. So that's one of the, like before I've actually been saying, what motivation is Louis going to have to continue to drive this dog of a car for how many more races, how many more seasons and that kind of everything. So that could also, that could also play into why Russell is faster. Like everyone is saying, my, my own point is everyone is saying they are giving Russell the better setup. Like how do you know they're giving Russell the better setup. I can agree with, um, okay, maybe um, the sensors are adding few grams to a few kilograms, few grams, more of grams actually, or totaling kilo, um, a few kilograms to Lewis's car and that kind of a thing. But how do we clearly know the setup is a better setup or is a wrong setup? It's, I think it's just guesswork and it's just more of an excuse. And yeah. That's my contribution towards message this year. Yeah, Hero, just one second, right? I know you're, you're due to speak, but I just need to. There's some things I just want to clear here, right? There's some things I want to just clear here that I'm hearing, and I'm just like, whoa, 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 we need to calm down. First of all, you know, I don't think in my argument I even mentioned anything about, you know, the car and, and sensors. I've never mentioned anything about that, right? I think we need to look at it. It's very important for us to look at the details, right? For us to look at the details. Today, Today, if you look at the overtakes on that, on turn, turn three overtakes, right, on the straight in Imola, how many people, that's on today's race, so how many people were able to... Okay. Did we lose Yemi? I think we did. I think we did lose him. Okay, so um okay, so yeah, I mean I think we lost you for a bit. Um let's have Hero 
please. Hero, so sorry. Yeah, so it's no problem, it's no issues. Um, I think yeah, me stole a bit of my thunder to be honest, because that was just the point I was about to make. If you look at the if you look at the race, how many overtaking did you see? They were bit I'm not sure he it got up to twenty over total overtakes you could find in the entire of the Grand Prix. So um the narrative that's being pushed about this Russell Hamilton thing was something that I expected to be honest. But but um Hamilton has nothing to prove. He has won. He he's on top of every table that makes any bit of sense in the whole of Formula One. So we can't say he's not performing. That that G knows how to bring out the best out of a car. We can't. No one can deny that. No one can doubt that. And we have to put context into these things. And I feel that this DRS train is the next big issue that Formula One would have to issue to would have to resolve. To be honest to be honest, because before it was that cars could not follow each other. Now cars can't overtake because when one car is within one second of the other and we have three seconds, three cars or four cars within the same, having the same gap, time gap of each other, there's no overtaking that's going to take place. The only thing that can happen is a crash. And thank God we didn't have any one of that. To be honest, I was actually pushing for something to excite the race a little bit towards the last minute and Charles Leclerc went and did what he did. So, Mercedes obviously didn't get it. They went for a wild concept with the sideboard thing, and it did not work out. They had they have been hampered with um, with with the spending cap, spending limits, time in the wind tunnel. There's a lot of things that happen, and like Smart said, cars that dominate in one era usually at the beginning of the next era they tend not to be able to meet up to the other cars because you haven't spent as much time developing, you haven't spent as much money focusing on the next year. So there's a lot of issues that happen and. Yes, it's bad, but I still think that Mercedes are either the third or the fourth best car on the grid. I think it's just between them and the McLarens, to be honest, because they have that speed. It's just this DRS train and a lot of things are happening. So it's just a matter of time. A lot of people are talking about the Spanish Grand Prix. I don't have a lot of expectations for this season, to be honest. The one thing I want is for Verstappen to get fucked off. That's all I want. Thank you. That's tough. That's tough. Um, Imadi, please. Yeah. Um, I think when I I think when I speak on these things, maybe people generally think I'm against Hamilton or I'm sort of ducking him. No, I I'm not saying he can bring the best out of the car. Like even I, I was having an argument in the group I was with on I am on, and I and somebody was saying why exactly are they giving putting out the sensors on Hamilton's car? I'm like, who else do you expect to give the best feedback? An experienced driver who has won multiple championships, or uh, someone who is just new into the team. So obviously, everyone trusts his feedback. Everyone knows his ability. But my point is, it is much more of a guesswork. To oh, this setup is faster, or this setup is not faster. Is like um, now using. I think using. Let's try and use Seb and Aston Martin Lance Stroll for an example. When um, they gave um, when when Seb had COVID and blah blah blah, and Seb came back, and I think the team principal was actually saying, "Oh, well, now we would know we have an idea of what our car can do." So it's not like Lance Stroll is such a bad driver, even though people don't rate him at all. But they're confident in the ability of abilities of an experienced driver that they had. So same with Lewis and same with Russell. Russell also has much more motivation to say, oh, yeah, um, or trying to say, oh, yeah, you guys can trust me and let me drive the hell out of this car. See, 
the amount of motivation he had to defend against um, Bottas towards the end of the race. So it is more, personally, I think, is much more of a guesswork saying the setup they give Hamilton is crap or the setup they give Russell. Because this is going to be like, I think, the third race in a row. People are saying this is a second race in a row. I'm not really sure of the number. People are saying, oh, they gave Russell a better setup and they give... If you're actually giving Hamilton a wrong setup to gather data, isn't that actually stupid of you? Like, that is clear stupidity to all. Like, you know, the setup you gave Russell is faster, and then you're giving Hamilton a slower setup, and you still want him to use that to get gather data. It makes absolutely no sense. So in as much as we want to defend our driver and all that, we know Hamilton's abilities. Only a fool right now who has been watching this, the sport would say Hamilton is this or Hamilton is that. Everyone knows his abilities. Even his detractors know what he can do in a good car. So why say, why would they actually now give him a wrong setup and tell him to go gather data with that wrong setup? Makes no sense to me. Sorry, admin. Uh, I, I, I called yeah. you and I dropped off. and I, I couldn't even finish my point. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, me, yeah, I'll allow you to uh, carry on. You know, uh, Imadi, thank you for that. You, know, you made some interesting um, points here. Yeah, me please carry on. Yeah, so so what I was I was gonna say was and I'm not trying to like you know it's not in direct opposition to Imadi, right? I mean I also disagree. Although all that discussion about different sensors is all is all crap to me, right? There's nothing about you know. But what I don't really like is when people start questioning things like motivation. This guy got robbed of his of, of an eight world championship in Abu Dhabi. The guy is as motivated as ever. When it comes to motivation, Lewis is you know is not and so, so people are saying because Russell is coming from a slower car. And so the guy is more motivated. I'm just like, guys, come on. Even on, as we speak today, four races in, in a car that they are struggling, it's 2-2 two, two quality. It's 2-2 two, two quality, right? And in the straight qualies, in the straight qualies, it's 2-1. Because I won't call last this weekend the straight quality because they didn't really get the chance to do the laps. There was red flags, everything. But that's fine. It's 2-2. Two, two. Do you get? And even on the race, right? 3-1, but could easily be 2-2. Two, two. Last week, George was extremely lucky with the safety car. Lewis had the race pace on him. And the quality pace on him all weekend, even in agenda, uh, same thing. So forget all these sensors things, all this motivation is just agenda. The car they've just not had, you know, in 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 race one they didn't have a good car, but they were lucky. They got a podium third fourth. Race two the car did not improve that much, right? They were not so lucky. George was luckier. Lewis was on track to be you know qualify him um, to finish sixth right but then Sefika happened and he wasn't able to capitalize on it steam and him together right so they were lucky and that's it you guess in australia Lewis qualified fifth was he fifth or fourth? he was next best was on track to probably get a podium and for what Sefika happened they didn't capitalize but guess what george was luckier got the podium fantastic right you know but the car was the car any much better okay it's slightly improved but ultimately not as good as ferrari Red Bull, right? And and they were in this race. Same thing as simple as this have happened. This is why the Lewis couldn't get to overtake was because there was this DRA strange. Simple. This has nothing to do with motivation and ability. Any bloody driver on the grid that didn't have the pace of the Ferrari or the Red Bull car would have struggled in the DRA strain. Simple. Cars were struggling in the DRA Let me land. Let me land. You get so I don't want to be there, right? It, then, all of this, there's, there's nothing to it. You know, there's nothing to it in the sense that, yeah, okay, results so that George has, has you know, done. And that's perfect to him. That's the job he, 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 they, they, they got him the thing to do. Do you get But for people start saying, oh, is Louis this motivation? That's why they were questioning Bethel's motivation. 
last, 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 just last race. So now this is this race. I'm like, oh, Vettel is back. I'm like, you guys, are you so fickle? Calm down. Let us, you know, look at things. Even at the end of the season, we've had a full picture. We can even make better, better, you know, um, um, better, what's the word? Better uh, conclusions. I was like, you know what? Yeah, on balance, this is what happened. But race four, race five, in the car that, that they're having issues. In the, on a track where we were taking is difficult. In the, in the behind the GRS trade, nothing's going to happen. Nothing. Nobody over, can't check it today. How many overtakes that they happen today that weren't a Ferrari or a Red Bull? Very few. <laughs> Very few. <laughs> Guess it. Very few people actually overtook in this race that was not a Ferrari or a Red Bull. Because those are the only cars I had to give cars more pace. Everybody else was stuck in a train. Everybody else was stuck in a train. And anybody else overtook was the car, the other car had an issue. Alonso issue. Um, Ricardo and Saints, they've all fell off. Get so... And it's these details. Is it for people to after a race like it's for people to come back and say, you know what? Ah, this was happy, you know. But it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Louis is as motivated as ever as ever. He came out and said it, right? People are saying it's fine. I'm like, even when to Dover has come out and said they were both venting and like, what this is whole shit. But people agenda Mosha agenda. And I get it. But guys, guys, let's not lose sight of, of the fact that you know Mercedes are currently struggling right now. It's not about Louis versus Russell. That it could the positions could easily be switched. Depending on how luck played out, and that, that's what it is, man. In my opinion, I've watched those races, I've watched every race like lifetime. In I've followed, the, I've even gone back to watch them, follow people like um, Russell's um, on, on board, Lewis on board, and I've seen enough to say that Leo, I can see that Lewis has been quicker all through. When the, when the car comes clean and that car is able to fight for wins, we will see. You know, we will see. I just hate to hear people just already because of a couple of races. But already, ah, what's happening? Like, guys, calm down, calm down. We'll come good. We'll come good. Hmm. Oh, yeah, me. Uh, well, for Mercedes fans, I would say you are one of the most positive, you know. You are. You 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 you, you have, like, you, should, you have this, um, skill of motivating um, people which is a very good thing so i believe mercedes fans should um, keep on hoping you know for the best i hope that they will be back on top again but um quickly um um sorry Madi, we have um hassan so yeah hassan please go ahead yeah hi so i was going to say that like the entire thing with Lewis today was somewhat circumstantial Cause like, uh, can anybody hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. So from like the pit stop, when Ocon like did an unsafe release and then like kind of like dropped Lewis back to Lewis having to deal with the fact that the Mercedes does not like warm up the tires as fast as possible. Yeah. So in that entire warm up the tires phase, Albon already pitted like the lap before. We're not able to get ahead of him. And that's when I went the entire DRS train now started. Because, like, before the entire pit stop, Lewis was behind Stroll. And the Mercedes had actually gotten the pit stop right. Um, I think it was the front, front, yeah, front right that had an issue. So that caused, like, a one-second delay. So if Lewis did not have that one-second delay, Ocon would have not, like, almost run into him and would have actually been out before Albon would have even gotten to him. So, like, if all these, like, little, little things that caused Lewis to, like, end up in the DRS train did not happen, 
he would have been fighting with Stroll to get ahead of him, and he would have probably gotten ahead of him. But that then again, it's like still the track. The track is actually still the same way it is, but now we now have like bigger cars. So we're having bigger cars, but like we're not also expanding these tracks like these that like are tight spaces in certain corners. And this entire track only had one DRS zone. So overtaking on this track is is literally rubbish. All this guy had to do was just move to the right a little. And just like that, he has covered the outside. So I won't really say we should judge anybody's performance on this because even the F1 guys are being so much dismissive on this. Someone like Ross Braun dismissing George Russell's opinion on it. It doesn't make sense. I think they need to review tracks like this. They're going to be increasing the width of cars here. So you need to review tracks like these. Either make them bigger or something, or like reduce these corners where people are breaking into, something like that. I don't know. That's just a point. Thank you very much, Hassan. Um, so that brings me to my next question. Um, Imadi, so on Imola as a as a circuit, you know, where um just one DRS zone, you know, um mainly it's just um the rundown to turn one that is one of um the few overtaking um um places on track, you know. So is it do you think is a circuit that should be on the calendar um going forward in F1 because in as much as okay this track was brought back um because of COVID, you know, so moving on, do you think is a track that should still be on the calendar, you know? Oh, um, I no, I don't actually think it's a track that should be. I have never really liked the track as since how it's saw how narrow it is and how less little activity to be done on the track. It's more like an improved Monaco, more a procession. But I think the regs made the cars easier to follow and all that. So personally, um, there are way better tracks. There's Malaysia. There's um. But we also also need to know that Formula One is an ex- is still an expensive spot. It's still a spot that needs money to run and blah 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 blah. So while we want interesting tracks and tracks with lots of action, we should also know can the countries and cities where these tracks are in can they or are there promoters for the GP? Are there people blah blah? So yes, no, it shouldn't be on the calendar. And so I agree with that. But just to piggyback, and I don't want this to actually seem like it's a back and forth between me and Yemi. No, it is not a back and forth. Because, but I know I'm one of the people who mentioned motivation about Lewis. And when I mention motivation for Lewis, it is not like he's, we know what he's, and once again, I say we know what he's capable of. I am not a Lewis fan, but I would always, always give him props when, where is deal. We know what he's capable of. But once again, like, can we put ourselves in Lewis' shoes? I have been in this sport since 2007. I have won literally everything. There are new guys on the block who are really good. Forget the ending of 2021 and blah, blah, blah. There are really new guys on the block who are good. The power seems to be shifting. If we say um, it's in deals, is manipulated, but 
at some point, Lewis has to go. Do you understand? Now, when I look at all this, there's a cost cap. There's um there's a cost cap. There's new regs. Everything seems, quote and unquote, to be sliding out of my favor. These are the things we people should look at when I me when I say about motivation because. I have won everything all, even though because of Massey's madness, I would have won eight championships, eight world championships. And if he's languishing now at the back of with a bad car with Mercedes, he's always going to look like, what exactly am I here for? I have won literally everything. Even without Massey's madness, there's li- the, there are very few records where you would not see Lewis Hamilton's name. So how do you expect such a person? Let's be, let's try and remove emotions from it. Now, how do you expect such a person to be extremely motivated to improve this car. Yes, he could, but he has always, as I said, I have won everything possible. I am literally the most successful driver on the grid. And I'm so sorry, um, guys. I don't know what happened, but uh, I don't know. Sometimes this network, but uh, let's just um, wait for a few guys to join and um, imagine you finish your points. All right. And then we'll move on to the rest of the grid. Let's just wait a bit. Okay, 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 I'm like, okay, my dear, let's, let's just um, carry on. Well, your is now. Leave your is now here. But, uh, okay, let's just um, carry on. I don't know, guys, sorry about that. Well, I think it was a network issue. So, um, I think um, with the whole Lewis and... Um, Mercedes thing. I think we all know um majority of the issue lies with the car and its engineering, you know. So um it's something that has to really be looked at, you know. I feel um if they go on summer break, no developments, no tremendous improvements. 
then the season is um definitely you can say the season is definitely over for Mercedes, you know. But um yeah, but it's still this race number four. You know, we still have about nineteen more races to go, you know, with um what was the name of the a new track. Um new track um Miami, you know, new track, new city, you know. Unfortunately, it doesn't know it doesn't seem like Lewis will be winning this one. You know, but you can never know. There's a um it's two weeks until the next um Grand Prix, you know, so who knows? Maybe um lights can shine on um Mercedes. So um uh Imadi, I don't know if you want to um just round up your points, you know, because I know you were saying something. Uh yeah, I was just I was just talking about I understand when people f- say we shouldn't question his motivation, but Honestly, if you've done it all, how much more can you be motivated? Let's take, for example, Ashley Batty in tennis. She's she, This is her second time retiring. She just wanted to win Grand Slams and win the Australian Open as an Australian and re- retire. So that's like the motive. That's like the, 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 the things that drive athletes. And once they've achieved that, how much more can they go? We can say, oh, yeah, he's good. Is this? Yes, he is. But there are certain things that drive athletes. Personally, if they say, if they say I should take a wild guess, what is going to drive Lewis? I'll say maybe the thought of winning its championship. So that might be a driving factor for him to continue. But at the same time, he sees the, because let's not deceive ourselves, Mercedes is in deep trouble. Yes, they have the ability to turn things around. No one is disputing that. They've shown it time and time again over the years, over the last eight years, that they can turn around adversity. And Lewis is also a very good person in coming out of adversity and all that. But what exactly is the motivation? Because the people you're competing to beat are not sitting down, lying down and like, oh, come get us. They're also working to optimize their already really, really good car. So when I, I'm just trying to clear that air. When I say motivation, I'm not trying to duck Lewis or speak bad of him. I'm just saying he has won it all. He has seen it all. So honestly, how do you think, what do you think is going to ginger him and push him up and say, oh yeah, I need to drive this line. I need to do this. I need to do this. I think it was even you who said something yesterday that we keep seeing him in the simulator and what exactly is the what exactly are the results of this simulator runs every time. Yeah, that's what I just wanted to clear. Thank you. Thank you very much, Amimadi. Thank you so much. Um I think um to be honest, all the points you've made are are just nothing but facts, you know. Is um there as you said there's really nothing there again that is new to him in the sports you know is 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 probably the only person of my color to have experienced or that might even experience the pecs 
and the highs and the lows of the sports in my lifetime or possibly in our lifetime, you know, which is which is um obviously not the best thing. But yeah, he has achieved a lot, you know. And then um there's really nothing that might be thrilling again, you know. So hence sometimes you it is what it is for someone like Lewis, you know. Personally, as if well, you might at this Mercedes issue, yeah, we don't know how long it's going to go on, you know, because it's when you are no longer at the front again, you now start thinking of okay, what was the next thing to do? You know, or was the, what was the next challenge, you know? So um it will be very interesting to see what will happen um going um forth, you know, with um Lewis and um Mercedes as a whole, you know. But uh, moving on, um, let's look at um, well, um, quickly, um, I would say well, um, what's the name again? Williams, you know, um, another another team that um, they have. Well, I would say Williams. It, it was Williams just being Williams this weekend. You know, nothing, um, nothing, both drivers were lapped, you know, um, Latifi and um, Albon were lapped. But the, but the thing is that um, Albon was in P11, you know, which was, which if you look at it, you know, Albon is, Albon, like with the car um, they have at Williams here, he's really putting in, good work, you know, you he's like he's really getting the best out of the car, you know. But Latifi, as we said, well I've said it before that Latifi I said I think I think it was yesterday I said like Latifi is just in Williams to pay driver um to pay those engineers their salary or those workers their salary. He's not there to drive, he's not there to he's not there to compete. He's just there to pay salaries because today we didn't see um, it was literally the last driver on the grid, you know, because apart from um, Mick, who um, had that spin earlier on, you know, then it was Latifi, you know. So um, I think Williams, it's, there's nothing really to expect from um, Williams, you know, um, going forward in this season. You know, I don't know if anyone has anything to add to Williams.
Sorry, um, sorry guys, were you guys um hearing me? No, 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 no. Oh wow! Oh sorry! Oh wow! I've been speaking. So um, I was speaking about Alpine. You know um, um Alpine um a very unfortunate um day for um what's his name. Um, Alonso, you know, who had contact with um, Mick Schumacher, you know, um, I believe it was in lap one. You know, he didn't even know he had the um, damage, you know, until Lewis went past him and then the the, the um, effect of the of him passing it just popped out to that um, part of the car, you know. So it was very unfortunate for him to retire like that, you know. Um, Alpine, you know, I don't know. It just it just feels like um, Alonso is just the only one able to extract the um, best performance out of the car at the moment. I don't know if anyone has anything to um, add to Alpine in general. I I don't think well yeah Alonso was always Alonso will always show his ability like forget his stupid fights with Lewis and all that he's still a good driver at least in his day and he would always still show his ability to extract um good stuff out of a car so but Ocon is I think Ocon is levels behind Alonso so that's still always going to show but I think their reliability issue is still going to keep rearing itself over time throughout the season and I think penalties are with them. So really nothing much to add to them but Alonso just has the ability to extract more from the car and that's how he's going to be going forward. Thank you very much um, Madi. Well um as you said, as you said, um, uh, just to add to what you said, yeah, um, I know I myself, I myself have said, um, well, Alonso is probably taking the, the seat of um, of a younger driver, you know, but when he's the one performing, um, out of he's one performing better out of the two drivers, you know, it's he's really setting a benchmark in the team, and he's really showing why. He still deserves to be in um, our pin, you know. So um, credit to um, Alonso, you know. And moving on, um, Haas, you know, Haas. Um, well, wasn't wasn't much of a was it was a good start, but um, gradually, you know, um, the lost track position. You know, um, came came managed to finish um P nine and then um Mick P seventeen, you know. So uh, Mick never recovered from um that spin in lap one. You know, so um, and then yeah, he cost the um retirement of Alonso. You know, 
So I don't, uh, you know, I don't know. This um, I just feel I, make I don't know. Honestly, I don't, even, I don't even know how to um judge or judge the situation with Mick as an individual. You know, you just look at it and say, okay, let's see how the rest of um the season goes with um Mick. You know, so I don't know. Um, Madia, do you have anything to add? On I definitely like Mick, so lots of times I try as much as possible not to give an opinion on him, but he needs, I think I, I'm slowly trying, tending to agree with people that he needs to start pulling his weight and try and reduce all this, my father's name, allegations that has been labeled on him, but he's, he's actually an F2 champion, so he needs to start pulling his weight at some point. So, yes, he's, at least everyone has said, oh, he's sort of a slow learner. He's, so let's still probably give him to the ending of this, a bit to mid-season, probably summer break, to see how he's going to acclimatize with these new cars. Because when he had, he was driving the old car, the old house car, which was nonsense. So now he has a decent car. Let's still, let's probably just extend his grace period till um, middle of the season then we'll now start probably judging him or calling for his head, kind of. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Madi. Well, um, I think enough has been said on us. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually very pleased with um, the improvement Haas has made this um, season. You know, it shows that... Um, the investments in them having a base in um, Mar- Marinello, close to, um, f- just beside them, Ferrari has shown um, improvements, you know, even with um, the limited um, budget and funding that they have, you know. So um, uh, I believe, obviously, if they keep trying and developing themselves with the right funding, they'll be able to, like, be in the midfield, you know. So um just before we round up, we have um the Alpha Alpha Twaris of Pierre Gasly and um Yuki Sunada, you know. Um I'll say both drivers today drove very well. You know, Gasly holding Louis back for almost the entire race. You know, and then um Sunoda was just um he literally was just flying, you know, it was just going up and then I um, ended up finishing P seven, you know. So um I don't know. I would say um is a very good recovery for um the team, you know, after the, um they didn't have a very good Australia and then um I believe um was he Cheddar as well, you know they have uh, had reliability issues there, you know. So um, I would say coming in this weekend, it's it the weekend has ended up ended up well for them, you know. And then um, let's see what can happen in Miami, you know, you know. So um, anything you want you would like to add, um, Imadi? I'm actually just shocked that their lack of 
I don't I don't lack of I think I felt they would be further up the midfield. Pre, like mm-hmm. base, they were, did really well last season. So and then looking at their looking at the Red Bull technology car, the engine, the others their PU, I just feel they will be up there, probably around closer to McLaren and everything. So but I don't know. I don't honestly don't know what's wrong with them. I don't know what they are going through. And they also the whole budget cap shouldn't also be affecting them. They should also have ample time in the wind tunnel to be able to develop their car properly. So I wonder what's going on. And those are that's there's that's actually one thing most people are not talking on, they're not focusing on. Everyone is just talking about so many other people. So let's see or hope they improve for some reason. Let's just hope they improve and they can move further. Yeah. Yeah, I think um their main issue has just been um reliability, you know, which um which I even I think part parts they had um if I'm not mistaken, they had an issue this weekend with one of the actors, but it seems that um they were able to fix it, you know. And um I believe obviously with these new regulations um in place, some of all these things yeah, you are it, I was I, I put out I put it as um these engineers still learning and trying to understand um, the rules and um, regulations, you know. So I believe by summer break, when everyone is back from um, the summer, then we're going to see um, things differently, you know. So um, just to... I, I I would say the um the team the team that I would have even expected to maybe be at the top of instead of Alpha Tuari would have been Alpine, you know, but <clears throat> it seems that um Alpha Romero is doing better than both teams, you know, at the beginning of the season. You know, so which is a which I'm not sure anyone would have predicted that Alpha who would even be um fifteen constructors championship, you know. So um I guess that I guess that's um that's life for you, you know. So um guys um we've come to the end of um the space this weekend and evening. Thank you guys for joining us um this weekend. Um we have Miami in two weeks, so um the weekend from the sixth to the eighth. So and um so we move to American time again. So um the space the space sessions will still be held after the qualifying and um race as um, usual, you know. So depending on um the time. So but we'll be letting you guys know the times. So um thank you guys for joining us this evening wish you all um, a great week ahead and um god bless you all see you all in miami <laughs>